What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the greatest combat sports and culture show of the entire universe, the Fight Podcast. I'm your host, Serge Vicente, and this is episode 351 of the show. What we're going to go ahead and do today is we're going to cover everything UFC San Diego as well as um, Teofimo Lopez's last fight in that entire beautiful fight card in 10 minutes or less. I hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. I'm getting over a little bit of the vid, but uh, as, as you can see, that's why I'm in the... Uh, the basement doldrums over here but it is what it is it's all to the good um and we're going to continue bringing this fantastic content to you guys so uh if you guys have an opportunity and you have not already please like share and subscribe to this video and other videos like that we do here on the fight podcast all right like i told you guys before 10 minutes or less we're going to go ahead and recap ufc san diego which was headlined by chito vera and the legend Dom Cruz, as well as we're going to talk about Teofimo Lopez and what he did this weekend on top of some of the other uh, awesome, awesome fights that we had coming up. All right, jumping on into it, because like I said before, we got 10 minutes or less. Uh, Chito Vera goes out there and actually stops Dominic Cruz in the fourth round via head kick. So check it out. This was a fight that um, was in Dominic Cruz's hometown. A lot of people were expecting Dom to Show up, show up and show out. He's somebody who is very much still in it. I know even though he's 37 years old, I think a lot of people looked at him as somebody who can still possibly win a title, albeit in arguably the greatest weight class that we currently have in the UFC. I mean, not just in the UFC. It seems like in combat sports across the board, 135 pounds, 245, 140 pounds is predominantly the best weight classes in terms of just, just skill and talent from top to bottom. Anybody in the UFC's top 10 at this point in time can win a title. Uh, but this was an interesting fight. It was against Chito Vera. And going into the third round, or after the third round, I think people, most people had it 29-28 in terms of Dominic Cruz. Dom was looking like Dom. He was doing a lot of movement. He was utilizing his boxing, and his boxing actually looked really crisp, really sharp. He even looked fast. And again, 37 years old, have a career, just a litany of injuries that have kind of slowed down his progress. But what he did against Casey Kenny and others, he he seems like he's been rolling. So the more this fight went on, part of me was thinking like, look, okay, is Dom going to continue doing this? Or like Chitavera says, I don't believe that he has the gas tank to keep pushing in this manner. After the first round, which I clearly gave it to Dom, and even though Chitavera did drop Dom in the first round, I still gave it to, uh, to, to, to Dom. After that round, though, it seemed like Cheeto, as cool as a cucumber, continued keeping at his own pace, was honestly getting closer and closer and closer. It was to the point that he and his team felt like they knew something that the rest of us didn't know. You saw it coming. He was a little closer in the second round. He was a touch closer in the third, and even in my opinion, he actually won that third round. And in the fourth round, he was absolutely winning. Third was close, fourth, he was absolutely winning. And then he goes out there and honestly set up Dom Cruz perfectly. He fainted with a right hook that had Dom, which Dom does have a bad habit of kind of diving off, diving his head off to, to one side or another, depending on which side he's going to exit. He was knocked out by Henry uh, Henry Cejudo in the same manner. He got a head kick this time versus Cheeto Vera. Cheeto goes out there, 
head kick knockout fourth round leaves no doubt about it and if it wasn't for Sean O'Malley fighting Piotr Jan later on this year I would say he probably has the title shot coming up next regardless Chito Vera is a top five guy in the UFC's 135 pound weight class what he has done recently to not only Dominic Cruz what he's done to um uh to everybody honestly in that way to to Frankie Edgar to to those guys everybody who's just honestly going out there and consistently destroying he he's doing a beautiful thing um beautiful violence as they say salute to Chito Vera he continues going out there doing his absolute thing um keeping the win Rob Font that's what I was thinking he went out there and beat friend of the show Rob Font and uh and one thing I will say before I get out of here about Chito Vera is that Chito is he carries so much power so much power in that weight class. He always has the X factor. Keep an eye on Chito Vera because at the end of the day, I think he might end up being your next Bantamweight champion. All right. Um, also on this card, NBO, Nate Landauer and David Onama steal the absolute show, man. They go out here and two guys that I I'm certain a lot of people don't know, um, two guys that have fought all over the world, have, you know, I mean, David Onama only has one loss in his career. Nate Landauer is another guy who is so solid in his game, and they went out there, left it all out there. Uh, David Onama dominated in the first round, looked like he was going to get a stoppage, and then the ebbs and flows of MMA. He ends up going back and forth, gets tired to the point that he looks like he has nothing left. Nate Landauer is in the third round. Looks like he's almost like giving it up, right? He's trying to embarrass him. He's he's on the ground. He's throwing his arms up. And then David Onama comes back. This fight was incredible. Back and forth fight. I think it was clearly a win for uh, Nate Landauer, which he did end up winning. But he did get a draw on one card because he was kind of dicking around. So, um, but salute to them. Great fight. Uh, really, really entertaining. Can't wait to see what happens next. Uh, other standouts on this card. I have to say this. Um... Not the co-main event, but the one after that, Yasmin Yaraguay and uh, Ismin Lusando went out there and put on the show. Ismin is the youngest fighter in the UFC. She's 21 years old. A lot of people like her from Brazil. Uh, Yasmin gets the win from Mexico. That was, honestly, I thought that that was going to be the fight of the night until uh, Nate Landauer and David Onama. Great, great fight. Great performance of the two of them. Uh, Amzad uh, Morkanov goes out there and knocks out Devin Clark. Uh, Priscilla Cachoeira uh, surprises me, knocks out Adrian Lipinski, which was a great, great performance by her. Literally just overwhelmed her, which was kind of nuts. Uh, Bruno Silva gets knocked out, uh, or I'm sorry, gets submitted by Gerald Marshart in a back-and-forth fight. Really fun fight, man. And then I have to top it off with this. Uh, oh, I can't top it off with this. There were some other great um, notables that I have to go ahead and talk about. Uh, the 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 fantastic Angela Hill. Angela Hill goes out there, gets off the schneid, beats Lupi Gudez, um, Martin Boudet beats uh, Brzezinski, and then the one that I was really the most happy about, performance of the night bonus as well, Tyson Nam, huge power at flyweight, goes out there and, and uh, knocks out Odie Osborne in the first round. And Josh Quillen, you guys might know him from the Contender Series, just totally blitzed Jason Witts. So, look, there were some fun fights on this one, man. A lot of fun fights, a lot of standouts. Uh, and all in all, man, UFC San Diego really did go out there and, and, and perform, okay? I'm not going to say it was the, the card of the year, but it was a really solid card, a lot of fun, and it showed us a lot of up-and-coming prospects that are doing a lot, a lot of work. 
Love it. Also, again, salute to Chido Rivera. All right. The other big fight of the weekend. Yes, we did have PFL in action this weekend. Um, unfortunately, Roar McDonald did take an L in that one. And then he after the fight, he retired. Salute to Roar McDonald. Um, Bellator also had a card. But the main event, I think the, the fight that a lot of people were waiting to watch this weekend had to be Teofimo Lopez coming back. And uh, and he stops Pedro Camp in the seventh round via TKO. Was this the barn burner or or the performance that a lot of us expected or anticipated or even wanted from Teofimo Lopez? I, I'm going to say no. It's been a long time. It's been over a year since his loss uh, um, when he did lose all the belts. And I'll be very honest with you guys. I, I don't know if this was the, the performance that we were not only anticipating that a lot of people wanted. Seeing him at 140, um, it did take him seven rounds to get Kampa, uh, Kampa out of there. Kampa is a very tough dude. But Teofimo Lopez is a guy who a lot of us look at as a huge guy at 135. At 140, he actually seems kind of small. And then afterwards, he goes out there and calls out the likes of I mean, listen to these guys. He 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 calls out Regis Progre, Josh Taylor, Jose Sepera. Those are the top guys in the weight class. Now, unfortunately, I don't think that's going to happen because he wants to fight again in December. Regis Progre and Zepeda seem like they're going to fight each other. Josh Taylor already has a fight in November 26th uh, versus Catterall, so I don't know what goes next for him. Um, Arnold Barboza Jr. was ringside, so maybe that's a possibility, and that would be a legitimate test. I don't know if Pedro uh, Campo was the test that we were looking for. It definitely was the performance we were looking for, even though we did see good things from Teofimo Lopez in that fight. Was I blown away? No, but I tell you what did blow me away in this fight. Uh, not this fight specifically, but the fight card. The Puerto Rican sensation, 19-year-old Xander Zayas goes out there, 14-0, 10 knockouts. Um, goes out there in the fifth and uh, knocks out Elias Espada. Great win. He looks so much more mature for his age. Huge left hooks, huge right hands, beautiful setups. This kid is somebody, you know, grew up, in, was born in Puerto Rico, grew up in uh, in Florida. I'm a fan. He seems like he might be the next one up. Absolutely salute to Xander Zayas. All right. So if you take check out the time, you can tell it's about 10 minutes in. That's about all the time we have, man. That has been this weekend's recap. In 10 minutes or less, we talked about UFC uh, San Diego as well as the card between um Teofimo Lopez and Pedro um um what's it called my bad uh Pedro Campa so uh all in all fun weekend fights Bellator also has some things we'll be talk touching on that a little later on this week uh on top of we talk about some boxing as well with the guru B cam and so much more all right guys that's about the time we have for today this has been episode 351 of the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe fire podcast I'm your host, Serge Vicente. Make sure you check out the Fire Podcast everywhere. Podcasting is available. Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Check us out at Etsy.com slash shop slash shop to grab dope merch and so, so much more. All right, guys, that's all the time we have for today. Love y'all. We will see you next time right here on the Fire Podcast. Peace out. Mm-hmm.